Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the podcast. Man, I tell you, it just keeps getting better and better. Today, we are talking to actor Dan Cade. He can be seen in the fifth and final season of Van Helsing on Sci-Fi. His character is Roberto, and we are talking about that, what people can expect, and what that story arc will look like. But he has been a part of so many other amazing projects, and it was a real pleasure and honor to talk to him. We cover all of that. We talk about his love for martial arts and really some decisions that he's made in his career and, and if he had done things differently, how it might have turned out for him. It's always a lot of fun to talk to actors and just have them be pure and honest about their lives and just kind of like what it might have been like had they had done things differently. We talk about all of that and more. Other amazing episodes are coming down the pike. Please enjoy this episode with actor Dan Cade. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Prepare to be astonished with Brett Allen. Dude, we are so gonna party. A pop culture podcast. <gasps> oh! At the Open Mic, no topic is off limits. Great Odin's Raven. Join in weekly as Brett interviews your favorite celebrities from film, television, sports, music, and much more. Plus, you never know who will stop by. The Mystic Portal awaits. Now here is your host, Brett Allen. Well, it's afternoon here. Are you in the States currently or are you somewhere, a secret location uh, <laughs> overseas? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I am overseas. I'm, I'm in London at the moment. So okay. it's, uh, yeah, it's evening time here. All right. Well, good evening to you then instead of good morning or good afternoon. Thank you very much. Good afternoon to you. Yes. Well, as I mentioned in our, our intro, we are chatting with the fantastic Dan Cade and he can be seen currently. Well, I think it premieres April 16th as Roberto, a new character in the fantastic Van Helsing series on sci-fi. Let's talk about your character. And I saw a screener of the first episode. I love this show. And I have to say, I feel like out of all the attempts that people have made to tell this story, I feel like sci-fi has just nailed it on the head. So my hat's off to you. Let's talk about your character and how he will play into this storyline that's been going on. No spoilers, obviously, but uh, it's exciting to see what's coming down the pike. Yeah, well, you're lucky to see a screener. I, I wish I would have seen one, uh, you know, so I have to wait till April 16th to see it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Roberto, what happens is in the first three episodes that the the story goes back in time to the beginning of the Vampire orange, Origins. And um, Roberto is a, uh, a vampire hunter in in that in that sort of scenario so we're going after the dark one um yeah i have a i have a little um i'm battery's kind of sidekick and we're we're hunting vampires basically um back in time so without giving too many spoilers away that's that's sort of the uh where my character comes into it yes and again like i said this is just such a fun story i mean who doesn't like vampires vampire hunters i mean it's just a fun <laughs> race all the way around so did you get a lot of this filming done before the lockdown during or how did that all work out for you guys uh when it came to production and putting this together 
Yeah, that was very lucky actually, because um, we were fil- we started filming sort of late January, um, two thousand and twenty, um, and we were going through it. We, we were wrapping up all the scenes, and then as it was, as it was getting closer to the, the the outbreak of the the new virus, you know, we, we were on set talking about it. So, have you heard about that new virus in China? <laughs> And we were a bit like, oh yeah, you know, I, I never thought we would come over or do anything. I thought to stay in China. And then, um, and then we're in Slovakia, and then uh, there was a little bit of talk about it, but it was actually okay. And we wrapped up on the sixth, I think it was. Well, I did. I flew back to the UK, and then the next day there was the first case of COVID in Slovakia, and then it started escalating. So luck- luckily, I finished all my stuff um before the uh, before the pandemic but the um the rest of the shoot was shot in canada so they had to they had to wait a little bit and uh you know it, it um it worked out for them they, they they wrapped it up and they managed to shoot it within the pandemic so you know it was all good yeah well i'm excited for people to see this again you know it's just been hit or miss i think as far as what people have been able to get done during the lockdown, but thankfully you were able to get all the filming done, especially being by coastal and not having to leave and then come back or even getting stuck. Right. In, you know, in some strange place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I was lucky with that one. So, um, thank God all my, <laughs> my Van Helsing uh, scenes went through. So, yeah. yeah, that's very good. Well, this again, will be premiering on the 16th of April. So everybody set your DVRs for it or watch it live, I think is even better if you have the opportunity. And it's kind of unfortunate that this show is coming to an end because it's just been fun to watch it. But I think six seasons, five seasons, based on your experience as an actor, that's really healthy amount of time, right, for a show to last. Yeah, I mean, there's only been a few shows that have gone on past five or six seasons, such as like 24 or Friends. I think I think it's a good, I think it's a good you know a good sort of ending point because otherwise it can maybe get a bit stale but um yeah I think season five is a, is, a, is a good shot to to uh, end the series yeah absolutely well you were born and raised in London and from what I understand you have classical training like your lesbian training you've been doing a lot of other things you got started at sixteen that's a very young age to start. Mm. A career when you decided that this was something that you wanted to do did you have a lot of support of friends and family to sort of boost you along the way yeah i mean i, I started i started at that age well, i started martial arts before that and then um i knew i had to be an actor you know trained as an actor so i started going to stage school at 16 and then i was going on auditions and things like that it was i yeah i had support from the family you know like you know you've got to get a normal job or you know that sort of thing but um i stuck with it and then i went to drama school and i carried on with it yeah i just pursued it and started getting work so i was lucky in that regard because it it is quite a tough business you know to break into but um yeah i just I, i just saw it and i just wanted to go for it as i carried on yeah it is a very difficult business how do you manage the difficultness that comes along with it whether you want to call it rejection or whatever your definition is, how does Dan mitigate that in between projects and just preparing and taking that sort of negativity that might come with the business and and turning that around and really using that positively for yourself as an actor and 
someone who is constantly auditioning and performing as an actor yeah so once you once you get into it you, you know you get used to the rejection because because i started from quite a young age i was i was used to it and you just don't expect to get anything so you just keep going and going and going and then yeah you go up for something and then you you know you won't hear from it but you're onto the next one so you're continuously trying to work on your craft and work on the next you know work even on the next audition and during the during the jobs you know you're you're sort of working on yourself keeping fit making sure you're ready you know um that your skills are up to date and you're sharp because the audition has come like at the last minute and then you have to do a tape and then you know and then you're on set like not long after that so you got <laughs> you got to stay ready you got to stay ready yeah and the um getting rejected is just just part of it um i kind of ignore the rejections you just expect it and don't really you don't expect the job and you just don't think about the rejections it's like it's almost like just going through a jungle and you just got to carry on going and ignore all the negativity like you're hunting vampires right you just keep taking yeah, one exactly. down after another I love it. Well, yeah. let's talk about your background in martial arts because you mentioned this. And of course, people know this about you. You started martial arts at a very young age. Was that something that you wanted to do personally or that your parents sort of pushed you into to burn off all the excess energy you might have had <laughs> as a young child? Well, I started in judo. Uh, my dad, you know, he he uh, he ran a few classes and I wasn't very good at that. Um I kept getting beat and I was like, oh, this is just not good. And then I'm, I used to watch all these movies, like the Van Damme movies and, and you know, the Bruce Lee kind of stuff. And then, um, yeah, I was just, I started going to karate lessons and I found I was a natural, naturally good kicker and good, good movement in, in that regard. And then I started skipping belts. I was getting double graded and that sort of thing. And then, um, yeah, I just went from there really started doing all the flashy kicks, moved into other martial arts, and then thought, oh, you know, I could use this to go into movies. And uh, yeah, just started just practicing on the um, cinematic sort of style. Yeah, I love it. And I think, I think, you know, I have a six-year-old and we want to get him into some sort of martial arts, I think, because it's just, it teaches you a lot of disciplines, right? It's not just mm. about fighting. It's about discipline and decision-making and all of that. You said that it kind of, you parlayed that into a film career, what pieces of that did you use to parlay into that? Like what, like where is the bridge, if that makes any sense, as far as like doing that to going, okay, I can do this and potentially make a living out of it. Yeah. Well, the martial arts definitely helps with the, with the um, focus because you need that as an actor, because uh, you've got to focus on your lines, you've got to focus on your takes. You've got to do the same take over and over with the same energy. And the martial arts definitely is a good, um, good grounding for that. Um, the bridge for that was for me, I thought, you know, well, my initial goal was when I was younger, you know, I want to be in all these action movies, you know? Um, and I thought well, I could be an action star <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I love it. And, and, yeah. And then the agents would say, you know, you need to be an actor, like you need to work as an actor, you know, um, otherwise you end up as a stuntman. So I just started concentrating on the dramatic side and then <laughs> that's all the work I got just dramatic and like, uh, sort of, I mean, Van Helsing was like, I almost did some, martial art moves in Van Helsing but uh, my ankle got busted on the last day so I just had to stand there and sword fight so I've not not really been in the martial art kind of arena but it does help with the, the focus and the determination and obviously you know ignoring the rejections yeah I love it that's just so cool I mean I think you are a 
legend to most people when it comes to the fact that you're able to do all of the physicality. And I mean, a lot of the roles that you've had have been action oriented. I think that's a good number of what you've done. You did. I remember you from AD. The Bible continues playing Cassius, which was very cool or Emerald city, all of these great roles that you've had so much. You've just had a lot of luck. And I mean, I don't even know if I would consider it to be luck. I mean, you've just been very fortunate in the roles that you've had. So you've got these projects in the can. What has been keeping you occupied? What are some things that you have been doing outside of this during the pandemic and just really kind of keeping you from going totally insane? Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've just been trying to keep fit and work on my skills, work on the accents, um, just just stay ready, ready. I mean, like, I've got other things going on, but in terms of the, the acting, it's just... Um, yeah, just keeping keeping in shape and keeping the accents sharp, practicing new skills, maybe learning some new dialects. So yeah, and it's it's um it's definitely kept me busy. I mean, I've I have filmed during the pandemic as well on a couple of other projects. So yes, that's been good, and I've been auditioning as well. So it's it's been pretty busy. Yeah, a lot of the auditions are now they're all self tapes and or Zoom calls. So yeah, it's been it's been going that way. It's the new it's the new normal, right? I think that's just how we meet <laughs> these days yeah. is on Zoom. So you mentioned something interesting. I've had a lot of actors on my show. Let's talk about the accent thing because I just find that out of all the things that you do as a performer to do an American accent or a different dialect other than yours Like, see, Mm. I'm sure from you to me, I have an accent. I'm an American. I'm on the West Coast. How hard is it for you to learn to do an American accent, to switch that gear in your head or something else, a different dialect altogether? You've mentioned that a few times. Mm. I want to explore that if I can, because I find that to be fascinating as well, in addition to everything else that you do. Yeah, the American accent um, does take quite a lot of work because there's a lot of uh, movements with the mouth that you have to make in order for it to come out sounding natural um it's it's tough i mean if if you're leading a film or you've got a big role and you've got a lot of dialogue i mean you you could easily slip up on some of the words um or even some of the sounds and and, and your 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 uk accent will come out so it's you've got to be pretty spot on i mean it takes a lot of practice you, you also get a dial a dialogue coach on these on these sets um a recent one I was on, I had a dialect coach and, you know, we'd go through every sound and keep practicing it. it it's a little bit jarring and it does take a, it, ta- it sometimes takes your focus, it can take your focus away from, from the actual acting. Um, but yeah, it just comes with the territory when you, when you get a role where you, where you do have to do the American accent. Yeah, obviously it's, it's easier in my natural accent, which is what I was doing in Van Helsing. <laughs> Although, I mean, yeah, so that was good. I love it. I love it. Well, one last thing, I understand you are a part of some philanthropic organizations as well relating to wildlife. Um, are you still involved with that? And if so, can you share with our listeners a little bit about what that is that you're involved in? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sort of heavily involved in it, but um, you know, I've been to like charity dues with that because obviously it's it's an idea that I would support, but it's not. I'm not heavily involved, but it is. Uh, you know, sort of to do with the climate and, and the world in general, just sort of saving the. Uh, saving the different species to get extinct or um and also the environment making sure that you know climate change sort of is not too you know it isn't too bad so so i do support that because obviously it, it all sort of intertwines together where it makes the world that we're living in better better for us to live in as well now sort of future generations so 
that that's that's what I support that. Absolutely. Well, one last question uh, as we wrap up, Dan. Looking back at your career and just all the things that you have done and been a part of, would you have done anything differently? Would there be something you may have done or wished you would have done that perhaps would have sent your career in a different direction? Or would you have just kept everything the same the way that it has gone for you, which has been successful? Yeah, something I would have done differently was was try to get into RADA um, when I was... uh, very young, like 18, 19, you know, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts in London or, or um, Guildhall, one of the top drama schools, because that, that would send your career in a completely different direction. You know, um, it, you know, I'm, 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 I, could, I could be on Downtown Abbey now or uh, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a Bond film, you never know. if I Because that, that does accelerate your career. It, like, it's good chances if you go to one of them, those schools, it, you come out uh, doing really well. Well, I love it. Well, we are excited. Van Helsing, April 16th on Sci-Fi. We will put all of that information. The stellar Dan Cade. And uh, we're excited to see how this character plays into the story on its fifth and final season. And also what other projects you have coming down the pike. I'm excited. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, Dan. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Brett. I've loved it. I'm looking forward to seeing our show as well. So thanks again. (laughs) There you go. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.